0: guys welcome back to a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday. This is the one only show where we where we go back in time and we review a movie as if we had seen it for the very first time. Uh now I do want to throw away a throw out a little disclaimer here. Um I was uh <laughs> supposed to have um uh Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez uh here to uh, talk with us about the movie we're going to talk about, which is Godzilla King of the Monsters. However, uh, Robert is super, super busy, (laughs) Uh, and uh, unfortunately, scheduling just could not work out, but uh, I will tell you this right now, I'm pretty sure if he was here, he would have a lot to say about this movie, being the Godzilla fanatic that he is. Uh, But hopefully, uh, hopefully, 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 we can get him back uh, on the podcast soon enough, But we got to talk about the final movie in our Godzilla and Kong reviews. Um, We are going to talk about Godzilla King of the Monsters. This is the final film uh, before we get into Godzilla vs. Kong, which drops as I'm recording this. It drops on Wednesday, but, you know, I'm recording this on a Sunday. So by the time this episode drops, Godzilla vs. Kong will be coming out. Tomorrow, because this is gonna drop on Tuesday, so that is gonna be uh, something very, uh, very, uh, cool. And uh, but I wanted to talk about Godzilla King of the Monsters just before uh, the movie drops. So on this special Tuesday edition of Throwback Thursday, let's not waste any time and let's get into it. Let's talk about Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay, so Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It was released on May 31st, uh, 2019. Uh, It it is uh, directed and co-written and directed by Michael Doherty. And uh, it stars the cast of Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown, Ken Watanabe, uh, Zee Zhang, uh, Bradley Whitford, Sally Hawkins, Charles Dance, uh, and O'Shea Jackson Jr., a.k.a. Ice Cube Jr. Um, and, uh, yeah, it is, uh, the sequel to the 2014 Gareth Edwards-directed Godzilla, uh, this time delivering more on the monster spectacle than the first did. And, uh, yeah, we are going to, uh, Uh, We are going to talk about this movie. Uh, Now, I do want to start with my uh, memories of the film. And uh, then we'll get into uh, our, then I'll get into uh, my overall thoughts. And then we'll talk about uh, some of the positives and negatives and stuff like that. So, let me talk about my memories. Um, When they had announced a new Godzilla film was coming, I was intrigued. I was very intrigued by it. Wasn't super excited for it, but I was intrigued um, because I really liked the kind of world that they had set up with Godzilla in the 2014 film, and I would like to see where it goes. But the one thing I was hoping for was that we got to see more Godzilla in the sequel. Then I heard that Legendary had bought all of the rights to the Toho monsters, um, that they had uh, purchased the rights to King Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra. Which eventually made me believe, oh, we're getting, we're going to get King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah is going to be the villain of the next film. I can already tell King Ghidorah is going to be the villain of the next one. Um, and I was very intrigued by that. But then it was really Kong Skull Island that got me excited to see where they were going to go. Because as soon as Kong Skull Island's post credit scene happened... And you saw those cave drawings of Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. I instantly got excited. And I was starting to get hyped to see an eventual crossover between Godzilla and King Kong. But I needed at least that one more movie to set it up. So we're get, so we were getting Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh, I remember being excited when I heard that Michael Dougherty was going to direct it because I thought he did such an amazing job on uh, um, Krampus that I thought his his tone. If he, I, I remember saying if he can bring the same tone that from Krampus and bring that into a Godzilla film, I always said that that would be a really cool movie. Um, spoiler alert it really isn't that the the tone of Krampus isn't really the same tone of Godzilla King of the Monsters um but anyway we'll get into that later um and then I remember going to see the movie on uh I think it was the day after it came after it was pre- after it premiered on the Thursday night it, we saw it on the fr- me Robert and an entire group of friends uh like Robert had bought out basically if not an entire row, just a bunch of seats <laughs> uh we bought uh, he bought a bunch of seats and just we all we all went to go see the movie and I remember after the movie we all stood in a circle just started talking about it and then uh me and Robert actually did a spoilers review on it that you know was, not on my channel anymore, but it, we did a spoilers review on it, and there's a lot of, uh, uh, language in there that we had to bleep out, but, but it was, it was something, uh, it was really cool. And maybe, maybe I'll re-upload that maybe to my Instagram or something. Maybe I'll re-upload that on my Instagram or, uh, or YouTube or maybe Twitter. Um, but there's, <laughs> there's that. Um, so, and I remember really liking the movie. And I remember liking it a lot more than the 2014 film. So what are my thoughts on it two years later? I still like this movie more than the 2014 one because for me, and gosh, this makes me wish Robert was here so I can talk so I can debate this with him, I love I, I've grown to appreciate the 2014 film more, the more I've seen it. I've grown to really appreciate that movie, to really like that movie. Um, But this movie is more along the lines of what I prefer to see in a Godzilla or King Kong movie, which is I don't go to these movies to see boring ass human characters talking about, you know, pizza. I go to these movies the same reason why I go to the Transformers movies. I don't go to the Transformers movies to watch Shia LaBeouf go to college. I go to the Transformers movies to see Optimus Prime wreck some shit. you know. Uh, the the same reason why I go to the Fast and Furious movies. I don't go to the Fast and Furious movies to see Vin Diesel, you know, look at the camera and go family. I go to I go to I go to those movies to see. Vin Diesel driving a car in the most ridiculous way possible and walk out without a single scratch on him. You know, that's and that's the category I put the Godzilla and King Kong movies in the same category as Transformers, Pacific Rim, um, Fast and Furious, those the type of movies that you you don't want to see all the boring ass human drama you just want to see in the case of pacific rim giant robots versus giant aliens in the case of transformers you just want to see autobots and decepticons going to war in the case of uh fast and furious you just want to see cars you know driving through the streets and flipping over and vin diesel you know driving his camaro through a through the longest runway in the world um And that's the same with these Godzilla movies. You don't go to these Godzilla movies to see Millie Bobby Brown run around and go, you know, Oh, Dad, no. Oh, my gosh. You don't want to see that. When you go see a Godzilla movie, you want to see Godzilla and King Ghidorah and Mothra beating the shit out of each other. (laughs) That's what you want to see. You don't want to. You're not going to see Kyle Chandler go, I got depressed and I was drinking a lot. You go to these movies to see. The monsters and this movie does deliver i think it does deliver on the promise of giving you the big monster action now it has its issues and i'm going to get into those but it delivers on what the movie promised and that's more monster action you get to see godzilla more you get to understand godzilla as a um not just as an animal he's They gave some personality. It's not like they... You know, in the 2014 one, which, again, I like the 2014 one, the, the monsters were treated as animals. You know, Godzilla was an animal. The MUTO was an animal. In this one, and even in Kong Skull Island, we saw a little bit of this in Kong Skull Island, but even in this, in Godzilla King of the Monsters, they gave more personality... You know, um, it reminds me of what they did with Bumblebee in uh, in the Transformers franchise. Um, you know, the Michael Bay Transformers movies. None of the Transformers had personality. You know, and as much as I love Transformers: Dark of the Moon, I love Transformers: Dark of the Moon. None of the Transformers movies had personality to them. You, they honestly were the same characters. But that all changed in Bumblebee. Each Autobot and each Decepticon in Bumblebee had their own unique personality. And they didn't feel like the same character. Um, And that's what they've done here. They gave a personality to Godzilla. Hell, King Ghidorah. All three heads have their own unique personalities. Like, you got the one, um, there's that one moment in the movie where one of them goes to sniff the, the, the ground and they, uh, kind of taste the, the snow a little bit. And the, the middle head just goes, just knocks him over. Is like, Hey, focus up here. You <laughs> know, it's like they gave these monsters personality. Uh, Mothra has a unique personality. Rodan has a unique personality. So all of these monsters, they're not just animals. They are unique uh, creatures. And that's what I like about it. Um, so let me start off with the positives here. Um, I love the way this film connects back to the 2014 film. Um, uh, the connection of Monarch. Uh, I love what they've uh, set up with Monarch. That the government is going to make them purely responsible uh, for these Titans uh, coming back. Um Um, I love that whole dynamic of, okay, what do we do? We need to wipe, the government wants to wipe them all out. Monarch believes in, you know, keeping them around because they, you know, this was once their world and they are just trying to, uh, take it back. You know, this world was one of, was once their own and now they're trying to get it back, you know? Um... Kim Watanabe in the film is really great. Um, he's got a couple of really great moments, um, especially his death in the film, uh, where he goes to Godzilla, puts his hand on Godzilla, and just says, you know, goodbye, old friend. A very powerful moment. And uh, I love how the explosion is silent and all you hear is music. Um, very much reminded me of the scene in Star Wars The Last Jedi where... Um, where... Holdo puts the, the ship in hyper speed, hyper, uh, in, uh, the, the, the hyperdrive um, and, um, yeah, it puts it in light speed and goes right through Snoke's, uh, ship. You know, that's what it kind of reminded me of was just the, this, this, the fact that they made the sound effects silent. Um, but, you know, in this one, they had the, the music playing, uh, and the score, um, by Bear Mc, McCur- McCurry Mc Oh wow I'm butchering that guy's name I'm sorry um but he, you know he does a really good job with the score and he also did the score for the uh, the most recent Child's play uh which was very good uh, the movie itself wasn't that great but the score was pretty fun um uh the visuals uh, I love the way this movie looks um each m- film in this monsterverse looks better and better with each, with each film uh i just love the look of it um i love that first fight with uh godzilla and King Ghidorah. um uh i think that fight is really good especially the moment where you know godzilla basically uh tries to end it by like by firing his atom his nuclear fire and then one of the heads just they one of the heads just dodges and like he he misses like I just love that, um, and even seeing how Godzilla you know is also just a little bit more brutal. He grabs the he grabs King Ghidorah by the head and just starts slamming one of the heads, and then the other two are just like we're about to f you up. And then he just grabs him and just like it's it's so awesome. Um, I love Rodan. Uh, Rodan uh, is. Rodan was always one of my favorite uh, monsters when it came to. He was always one of the monsters that I remember, um, as far as Godzilla villains. He's always he was always one that I vividly remember. Um, so I'm glad he. I love his design too. It looks almost like a a vulture like creature. Um, uh, I like the second fight. <laughs> uh, I just love seeing. Uh, it's starting with King Ghidorah versus Rodan and then eventually turning into Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Um, and then using the Oxygen Destroyer to try and kill all of the Titans um, was really cool. And I like seeing the fact that King Ghidorah, the the reveal that King Ghidorah is not um, part of this world. Uh, he's an alien. He's He's not part of the natural order um, and, uh, I like that, I think it's, uh, um, uh, I don't know, I just think it's, uh, it's very, very, uh, cool, I also love the design of the other Titans, like, there's, um, there's this one that looks really freaking cool, uh, it's basically this mammoth looking creature, uh, and it it just looks so cool. He basically kinda like walks a little bit like a uh like he almost walks like um a, a normal like silverback gorilla but with but with the actual look of a mammoth. Like it just looks so so badass. You know, it's just so so cool. Um I already touched on Sarazwa's death. I love the look of it. Um one thing I haven't touched on, um the humor um, I love the, I love the humor in the film, um, I love the joke, uh, (laughs) one of the ones that is so funny is, uh, um, oh, what was it, uh, oh, are you recording this? I record everything, (laughs) that was so funny, or, um, oh, what was, um, <laughs> they call him Ghidorah. They call him what now? I think she said gonorrhea. <laughs> that was pretty. That was also pretty funny. Um, or um, oh, what was the other one? Um, this is one that didn't work for me when I first saw the movie, but when I watched it, when I watched the movie again last night, it actually got a little bit of a laugh out of me. Was um, anyone know where the control room is? I know where it is. Anybody else <laughs> um, and that's another thing I like. I like how they infused uh, more humor uh into uh the movie. But yeah, no, the humor uh works very well for me. Um uh, I'm trying to think what else do I got here? Um I like this idea that uh Mothra and um that Mothra and uh Godzilla have this kind of, like, symbiotic, uh, I think they call it a symbiotic relationship, um, I like, freaking, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character, um, I like it how he's like, so you mean to tell me that Godzilla and Mothra are, and he's about to insinuate something, but, you know, he's like, no, it's a symbiotic relationship, it's, two different species getting along, basically, and I thought that was really cool, I thought it was a very interesting take they had, um, on that relationship, because, um, now, I don't know, this is why, this is, again, this is another reason why I wish Robert was here to talk to me about this, I don't know, you know what, let me actually text him real quick, let me, let me, let me, Send him a text. Hold on. Um, trying to ask him if uh, Mothra, uh, uh, if Mothra is usually um a good guy, a uh, a uh, uh, a hero in these uh, Godzilla films. Um. uh or does she okay uh i tr- sorry guys, trying to just uh get some information real quick um, I should have done this before the show, but I decided to do it now, uh since I can't have Robert on <laughs> I can't have Robert on the show i' I did this while I was recording uh I should have done it before, but anyway um. But I like I like the take they had on Mothra and um, um, and uh, Godzilla the that whole kind of relationship and uh, I like her eventual sacrifice I thought it was very cool. Um, that's also another typical thing is that in every single uh film that she that got that mothra is in she's usually the one who dies <laughs> in fact if you go on youtube there is a video where they someone cut together all of the debt all of the the mothra deaths in all the different godzilla films that she's in so that's pretty funny actually um I'm trying to think um i love the final fight um there's something in the final fight that kind of gets a little cartoonish but i do like the final fight overall um i think it's pretty cool. Um that moment where all the monsters basically stand around Godzilla, right they stand around Godzilla and they all like bow to him and he just stands there with this like well, first of all, Rodan shows up and is like kind of like uh roars at him at first, and then I like how Godzilla just gives him that look of intimidate like <sighs> just like yeah, you better you better bow boy How for the. Or I'm going to mess you up. <laughs> and uh, Rodan just just starts bowing. And then sooner or later, all of these other monsters uh, bow before him. And the movie ends. You know, Godzilla is the king. He's the king of the monsters. Um, hence the title of the film. Um, and I even like the, the end credits song. Um, I played a little bit of it before the show and I'm gonna play a little bit at the end of the show. So um let's talk about the negatives. Um human characters are bland. Um I don't like the villains of the film. The human villains, I should say. Uh the human villains are lame. Um there's a lot of scenes where characters are constantly doing these like powerpoints basically to just give us inf- pretty much the same thing in the 2014 one where a character will be explaining something while showing a very well put together powerpoint um, um and uh it was um it was it was very uh uh, I don't know, It's just, it just, it it got to a point in this movie where I just felt like, really, they're doing it again? Um, which I'm hoping they back up on, and got, I hope they don't do that in, uh, uh, in Godzilla vs. Kong. They're probably going to, but I just hope they don't. Um, let's see, um, oh, this is one that, um... Robert swears I'm wrong on. But I know I'm right. Vera Farmiga's whole. um, Her revealing their evil plan. She gets on a video. And she's like. Oh. After our son's death. I vowed to, aven- to avenge him. And I'm going to bring. I'm going to. You know this world is not us it is not ours it belongs to them uh human civilization is going to crumble because we keep going to war and then she, and then she says this crap and it makes me laugh so fucking hard and he's like um okay f- so f- first of all i should first of all before i get continue on that Um, I just got I just got the reply. Um Robert told me oh she's a protector of earth, so okay, cool. Um okay. Good. Just needed oh, just needed info for the review. Okay, um, so that's completely unprofessional, but I'm—I don't care. I, you guys don't—you guys don't want over-polished, produced shit. If you—if you want that, you go—you go watch CNN. You want raw, visceral, just out of nowhere, improvised entertainment? You come here to the Zeke Said So podcast. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Oh yeah, so Vera Farmiga is doing this speech, right? And then she just leans in and goes, "We have to bring balance. We have to bring the Titans back. We are going to bring balance by wiping us all out by letting these monsters wipe us out." And like, really? Okay, Thanos. Really? Are you? Come on, come on. Yeah, you, you. You can't. I just, I just could not understand that. Oh, these monsters have to wipe us out. Okay, Thanos. You, she might as well have just looked at the camera and went, and went, with all six Titans, I can simply snap my fingers. With all six Titans, I can simply push the button on this machine and they would all destroy the world. I call that mercy. Um, I don't know, it just seems too much like that, um, uh, Kyle Chandler's character at one point got on my nerves because it feels like he knows everything, like, literally he's got the answers to every possible situation ever, and I just am like, really? Okay, that just makes the character so unlikable, um... This is a dumb decision. Oh my gosh, this is something I complained about in my um in my spoilers review uh a year ago uh, or actually a year and a half ago when uh, uh I did when we first talked when me and Robert first talked about this movie. I remember saying, you know, there's a moment where Millie Bobby Brown uses the um uh the orca uh, which is this big machine that basically recreates um, ambient monster noises, and there's this big moment where she uses it to draw out King Ghidorah to um, uh, to the uh, to Boston, and King Ghidorah gets there. She unplugs it from the thing, but she doesn't turn the damn thing off. So King Ghidorah knows where it's coming from and looks inside and tries to destroy her. It's just like, lady, turn off the damn machine before you unplug it. It's like, he it's like, you know, because even if you unplug it, the thing is still on. I mean, it's just, it, it was so stupid. It it was a moment where she was making a really stupid decision. Um, So, I, I, I don't know. I just hate it when characters like that make these really... Ridiculous decisions that just make you go, really, really, like, you're, you're, your character's supposed to be smarter than this. You know, you were raised by two scientists, and you mean to tell me you didn't know how to turn that thing off? Really? Your, your mother never once showed you how to turn that thing off. Okay. I don't know. It just, it got on my nerves. Um, let's talk about, uh, the thing I referred to earlier. Um, I don't know what the te- what the actual name for it is called. Uh, I just like to call him Orangezilla. Because he's got this orange fiery look to him. Um, I gotta say... Not a huge fan of this. I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks pretty badass, actually. Um I just don't like I don't know, I just think it gets a little too cartoony when Godzilla's walking towards King Dora and then all of a sudden the buildings melt. It, I don't know. It felt like a Saturday morning cartoon, honestly. Like it felt like um Dragon Ball when <laughs> Goku is, is going up to the super that's what it felt like. It's just like it's it's like Godzilla got up and went. This isn't even my final form. Ah, I just it's like really. Come on, I just I don't know. Maybe look. I know there's a lot of people out there who love this moment. I and and look. All film is subjective. I'm not saying you have to hate this moment. But I'm just telling you. For me personally. That's what I thought of. Whenever I watch this moment. I just think of. Oh Dragon Ball. This isn't even my final form. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Um, and then the the post credits scene. Uh, the, the human villain. Charles Dance's character. Goes to this basement area of. On, uh, I think it's is- Isla De Mar. I think, um, and finds one of the King Ghidorah heads, and they um, and Charles Dance says we'll take it. Now, obviously, I personally believe this is a setup for uh, an eventual um mechanized version of King Ghidorah. Which does happen in the original Godzilla films. Um, at some point, they do. There is a Mecha King Ghidorah. Um, so who knows? Maybe that's a setup. I just find the scene completely pointless. Um, this is what I. This is what I thought the post-credit scene was going to be. I thought it was going to be a scene in which Monarch creates an outpost on Skull Island. They go to Skull Island. They create this outpost, and Kong just stands there on one on a mountaintop, just like staring out, um, uh, looking out among Skull Island, and he like roars to the camera, and that would be uh, our eventual setup for Godzilla versus Kong. Um, that's what I thought it was going to be, but it ended up being something completely different. And originally. And Mike Doherty even confirmed this in an interview. Originally, they were actually going to tease that another Mothra egg was being formed. Which, um, I thought also would have been really cool. And honestly sounds a lot better than the, uh, one we eventually got. So, um, I don't know. Uh... But um yeah, those are my positives and my negatives. Overall, guys, I do like this movie a lot. Um, I think it is indeed better than the 2014 film. Um, I think it has a lot of really cool moments. It gives me, personally, the reason why I go to these Godzilla films, I go to these Godzilla films for the monster action. I don't go to see the human character bullcrap. I just go to see Godzilla wreck some shit, okay? And that's the only reason why I'm going to see Godzilla vs. Kong is because I want to see Godzilla and Kong beat the crap out of each other. I'm not going to see Millie Bobby Brown. I'm not going to see Kyle Chandler. You know, I'm going to see uh, Godzilla and Kong beat the shit out of each other. That's the only reason why I care about that movie. And that's the only reason why I cared about this movie. I wanted to see Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. I wanted to see Rodan and Mothra in between those two. And I got that. As as someone who wants who'd rather see that side of it, I got exactly what I was looking for out of this movie. And I really love this movie. Um no, I don't love this movie. Sorry, sorry. I don't love the movie. I like it a lot. I think it's a very good movie. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give Godzilla King of the Monsters a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, That's my score for the film. Uh, Now, before I sign off here, I do want to get into final predictions for Godzilla vs. Kong. Just before we see the movie... I want to get into some final predictions. Here we go. Um, I think this movie is going to play out exactly how I thought it was going to play out ever since they first announced this movie. I think what's going to end up happening is that Godzilla and Kong are going to fight for a little bit. They're, the whole movie they're going to fight. And they're going to beat the crap out of each other for... About an hour, and I do believe that at the last thirty minutes, Mechagodzilla is going to show up, and I think they're going to team up and have to fight that bigger threat. Um. Um. Those are my theory. Those are just some of my theories as far as who I think is going to win the fight. I think what's gonna happen is that Kong is gonna get is gonna get struck by lightning and he's gonna get superpowers. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, as far as who I think is gonna win the fight, I think God's. I think there's gonna be three different fights between Godzilla and Kong. I think Godzilla is gonna win the first fight. Um, I think Kong will win the second fight, and I think the third fight it will be a draw between the two because I think that's when Mecha Godzilla will appear. And uh, be that big threat um who knows maybe I might be wrong but I we won't know until we see the movie so uh yeah those are kind of uh my last minute uh, my last uh, little theories before we get into uh, Godzilla versus Kong um so yeah uh, that will do it for this episode of Thorback Thursday this. Special Tuesday edition of Throwback Thursday. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, uh, Adam Wingard, please, please, please deliver on a good movie. Please give us a good Godzilla versus Kong movie. Because this is, ev- like, literally, guys, I'm going to tell you this right now. This is the rematch of the century. Godzilla and Kong... They fought back in what? I, what when did that original movie come out? Like the sixties? I can't remember. I, I can't remember when that original film came out. But that original movie, they they fought all those years ago, and now we're getting another film, and they're gonna have their big epic rematch. This is something that I think everybody has been waiting for. We've been, and I I hope, I should say, I hope. They deliver on the promise of giving us more and more of Godzilla and Kong. So, those are that that will do it for this video, guys. Thank you guys so much for uh, not video for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.